You're listening to Community Radio for the Lake of the Ozarks, 89.3 KEYK, Osage Beach, Missouri. Stacy Johnson, and this is your Lake Expo News Cut for Thursday, May 11th. School of the Osage students were disrupted on Wednesday by growing concerns over a screenshot being shared on the Internet. The screenshot made a threat of violence. The district says there were no substantiated threats, and they worked with law enforcement on Wednesday to ensure that was the case. School and all school activities are to proceed as planned. Last week, boaters came out for the 26th annual Spring Harbor Hop. This year's hop sold over 1,700 poker hands and had 40 different sponsors. This is 600 more than last spring. If you missed the hop this spring, the Fall Harbor Hop will be back in October. And Lake of the Ozarks is loved for its water-based recreation. But with an abundance of forest and two state parks, there's plenty of hiking. That also means there's plenty of ticks. A few tips from the National Pest Management Association to stay safe this summer. Keep the grass cut low, use bug spray, and wear long sleeve shirts and pants when outside. Once you're back indoors, don't forget to inspect yourself, your family, and pets for those creepy crawlers. This has been your Lake Expo News Cut. All this news and more at lakeexpo.com. Lake news events, boating, and the lake life, lakeexpo.com. There is a saying that there is no free lunch, meaning there is a cost to everything, even when it appears to be free. Your free account on social media costs you invisible connections to companies trying to sell you stuff. So it is, even with key radio, because there are costs to bring you local programming, and we need your help to pay the bills. If you love our purpose, please donate. If you need to use advertising dollars, key radio can give you a promotional benefit of sponsorship underwriting. Key Radio features programs in every area of life, politics, business, family, entertainment, education, faith, and media. In Christian circles, we refer to this as the Seven Mountains. We don't relegate any of these subjects to once a week, and we seek content rooted in truth more than opinion. If you have a message to get across, contact Bill M. at OrionCenter.org to talk about how Key Radio can help. Radio Lake TV sports update for this Thursday. Softball, they're into the postseason tournaments, and the Mizzou ladies lose in the second round of the SEC tournament. They fell to Alabama last night, 7-2, to so now the Lady Tigers have to wait to see if they will get an invite into the big NCAA tournament. A lot of the experts think the Mizzou ladies will get into the big dance. We'll have to see. The MSU ladies begin play in the Valley Conference Tournament today. The MSU Lady Bears, the number two seed going in. They will play Belmont today in Carbondale, Illinois. UNI is the number one seed. The Lady Bears, number two. Illinois State, number three. And Murray State, number four. The Lady Bears have won 23 of their last 26 games, so they are red hot. College baseball this weekend, the Mizzou Tigers, a three-game series at home again. 
against Georgia. Mizzou is 27-20 and 20 on this season. The uh, MSU Bears are 29-17. and 17. They've won 16 of 19. They've got a series at Southern Illinois this weekend. Some high school baseball last night. Osage losing to Eugene, so the Indians are 6-16 and 16 on this season. Today, 28-4 Camdenton is at Dixon. Dixon's having a great season. The Lakers have won 10 of their last 11 games. And it is Versailles at Richmond today. Major League Baseball, Cardinals losing to the Cubs last night, or yesterday, 10-4. But uh, Cards won 2-3 in the series. They'll be off today and open the series in Boston tomorrow. The Royals, 11-27. They beat the White Sox 9-1 yesterday. They'll close out that four-game series this afternoon. Lake TV brings you five local Lake Area shows. They're all greatness, including a cup of coffee with Will and Chris every day at 802, 102, and 802. They talk about what's going on at the lake. You can see Lake TV on Como Channel 90 or absolutely free on Roku or streaming live all the time at MyLakeTV.com. I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Thursday. A portion of the programming on Key Radio is brought to you by Adair's Wildlife Removal Service, offering affordable solutions for all of your residential and commercial nuisance animal problems. Adair's keeps the wildlife where it belongs, in the wild. Serving Camden, Miller, and Morgan Counties. Online at adairs-animals.com or call 573-378-8739, 573-378-8739. What makes Key Radio unique is our not-for-profit status. We pursue our purpose single-mindedly. Key Radio's purpose is building up community, not just talking about community. We invite people from our neighborhoods to be the voices on our station. They share their knowledge and experiences with the rest of us, and we're all better for it. Go to keyradio.live on the web and contact Bill to learn about getting on the radio.
This is your chance to get involved in Community Radio Lake of the Ozarks with 89.3, The Key. Another beautiful day at the Lake of the Ozarks as we begin the Thursday edition of the Daily Show right here on good old Key Radio. Having fun this morning. Mindy Sales is here. Hi, Mindy. Hello, sir. What's new? Oh, gosh. Yeah. You know, it's been a week. Who knows? What it's crazy been a week. Is. You know, crazy, crazy things week. have happened in seven days, you know. Crazy things have happened, like uh, what's going on around the area with uh, some local schools. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, that's a, that's that's definitely yeah. We're going to talk about that. I think I don't. We'll talk a little bit about that. This yeah, morning. I think that's. I and and the reason I bring it up is because I was just sitting here this morning. I, well, I, actually, I was watching the news last night, and I think they had a similar incident uh, down around Buffalo, Missouri, where somebody called in a threat and said that there was something in the neighborhood of seven explosive devices planted around the area. And uh, they had mentioned one of the explosive devices was uh, big enough that it could leave a hole, as they alluded to in the news story, as big as a football field. So, yeah, uh, interesting how some of this stuff happens. And uh, I don't know it. It might actually be part of the same threat. Very well, could be. Well, I know School of the Osage has uh, closed things down for today no classes today i guess they're doing online learning that's what they said something like that i think uh camdenton kind of followed you, you said you had received a uh, an email from dr sean kirksey we'll talk about that here in just a bit perfect and some other things and if you've got a community event going on i have several here that we can talk about during the hour as well we'll do that five seven three six three three fifty three 95. Rain this morning with thunderstorms by this evening and a high of 72. Scattered showers and thunderstorms tonight, low of around 65. Did you see all that weather that moved in, uh, what was it, uh, yesterday afternoon, last night? And I thought we were going to get hammered. I mean, it we like. Nothing. With nothing. It nothing. like went north of us and went south and went east and went west. It went everywhere. Lake effect. Yeah, total lake yeah. effect. That's what I said because I was talking with my kids about it because, you know, you worry about whether or not your kids are out on the road and all that stuff. But it was like, literally, you can, yeah, everywhere around us got just hammered, but we got nothing. As I as I start to see certain things build, I like to chase after them just to see what it's going to do. And there was one particular, it almost looked like a supercell that was developing off to the north of Osage Beach. I think it would almost have been over maybe in, in and around the Sunrise Beach area. Mm. And the way it was building, it had that wide base to it. And then as it went up, it narrowed and then kind of mushroomed out at the top. And I thought, man... That looks like it uh, has potential to hammer some folks. And I don't know if we uh, got any uh, hail around the area. I know we got some light rain, but uh, nothing of any real significance. Heard some thunder, saw a little lightning, but everything uh, just kind of came and went as far as where uh, where we're located in Osage Beach. Morning uh, thunderstorms tomorrow, a high of 84, a low 66. Clouds on Saturday. And a high of 88 degrees. Scattered thunderstorms and 86 on Sunday. Rain chance uh, for tomorrow at about 60%, 50% on Sunday. And then we'll uh, kind of bounce around a little bit next week. Showers in 73 on Monday. Clouds in 76 on Tuesday. Partly cloudy at 80 on Wednesday. Sunny in 83 next Thursday. And uh, we are definitely getting into that weather that is conducive to having uh, fun outdoors around the Lake of the Ozarks. Certainly a uh, good opportunity for folks to enjoy what we have 
to offer, and a lot of folks are doing it. Currently, we are uh, sitting, let's see here, at about 66 degrees with clouds, and I was looking at the radar earlier, the rain-dar, I guess if you want to call it that, and they're uh, kind of showing how things are going to play out here this morning. And lots of light rain moving through the area, some pockets of some heavier rain, but it's pushing almost directly north, the way they have the model set up here. And some heavier rain probably uh, as we get our way into uh, late morning, early afternoon, but it is out there. You see the uh, the green, some pockets of yellow. You also see some of that uh, red uh, on the interior of some of these uh, yellower pockets that are pushing south as they do more of a time lapse uh, here. But you will see some rain if you haven't already felt a little bit uh, earlier this morning. I guess it was around uh, 4.50, 5 o'clock, something like that when I stepped out. Uh, there was a little bit of light rain moving through the area. Mm-hmm. Current lake level at 656.93, river level at 551.53, surface water temp at 63 degrees. And it looks like uh, today we will uh, obviously be talking to Mindy in the first hour. Danny Ellison joins me in the second hour to do some ranting and raving, as he so often does. I saw him. Do you ever look at uh, that feature that they have on Facebook? It is called Reels. Yeah. Uh-huh. And Dan, I'm not going to go into detail, but Danny had a really interesting uh, little post that he put on there. And maybe some of you saw it, but Reels picks up those uh, those little uh, video events that people put in to uh, to feature whatever, whether or not it's, uh, you know, words of inspiration or if it is something along the lines of, oh, I don't know, uh, just uh, a lot of cool stuff. They show, uh, well, I I think it's the algorithm that they look at Hmm, and what you're interested in. Yeah, then it pops up more. I like, you know, what what I think are really cool is is the recipes that they have. Oh, my gosh. Because all those reels things are real short. I think they're, you know, 30 Mm -hmm. seconds, maybe a minute in some cases, or maybe even just a little bit longer. But I like to watch the recipes because rather than having to sit there and read through it or... Uh, watch an entire half hour or hour right. long cooking show. Right, it's like a thirty second. Here's how you do it quick. It's, Boom. Yeah, and, those are really cool. And I saw something that was really cool. You take um, take your uh, ground beef, and you put your taco mix in it, right? And you get those really big shell noodles. And so you put uh, the uh, the burger in there. And you put a little block of whatever kind of cheese you like, maybe on your tacos, if it's, uh, I don't know, Colby Jack or right. whatever. And you stick that in there. And then you put another shell noodle around it and stick it in your air fryer at 400 degrees for about 15 to 20 minutes. Oh, my gosh. Nice little appetizers. And, you know, you could eat like three or four of them. And uh, they're really good. That's awesome. Yeah. I did one that was there very similar to that, but I can't remember what I think it was like phyllo dough or so, I don't know what that was, but you took it and you put it in mini muffin things and then put the meat in there and then put the cheese on there and throw them in the oven for a couple of minutes and oh my gosh, they were a huge hit. I love getting recipes off Facebook. Yeah. The other one I saw was really cool is where you just take like a shredded cheese and you put it in a frying pan and you literally burn it. Yes. And you roll up a dill pickle in it. Yes, I've seen that. Oh, oh my so gosh. Good. Yes, yeah. that is yeah, I get a lot of my low-carb stuff on there, too, for my diabetes, so I get a lot of recipes on there that are really good. And they show you, like I said, you know, there was one uh, that they did, too, where they took a pork loin and uh, cut uh, strips that were probably maybe a quarter-inch thick, and they pound them out, and there was another one where they were, you know, that's another one where you cook it and wrap it up in the pickle and or wrap a pickle up in that, and 
Yeah, a lot of good stuff. So creative. People are so creative. They are. Yeah, and I'm glad for that. I'm Keep gl- doing what you're doing, folks. Right. You Easy access, it. too. Absolutely. So what else is going on? And and, and and maybe you sent this to me, so let me uh, let me the email. the email. You've already got it up there, so. Well, so, you know, obviously the situation that happened at school, the Osage, and I'm not super versed on it. I know there was a threat. I think from what I understand, the threat was um, something that I don't know. I don't know. I, I in my this is just my unprofessional opinion, but I I I feel like maybe Osage overreacted a bit. I think maybe they could have communicated with law enforcement and worked together, and not kind of gone into such a panic. But I know that it's also very scary when you think about these things happening uh, in your in your hometown and stuff. So I I totally you know like I said I. Uh, you know, respect what they did, but also I'm kind of like, eh. well, here's the thing. I mean, when we were kids and there was a bomb threat called into the school, normally a fire alarm would go off. Everybody would filter out into the parking lot. We'd stand around. The fire department would show up. They would go through the school and check everything. And we were out there maybe a half hour, 45 minutes at the most. And right back into school, we went. Right. And so obviously things are a lot different these days with uh, things like active shooters and Yes. Bomb threats, and we've seen with uh, media getting involved in it uh, what happens, and so now the threat is taken obviously a lot more seriously than when we were kids. But uh, they closed down school, and uh, I guess school of the Osage got closed down. But I was watching uh, news out of Springfield last night, and I saw that uh, there was a similar threat, and I don't know if this was part of the the whole thing or not, but down in Buffalo, Missouri. They had uh, a threat where somebody had said they had planted seven incendiary uh, or explosive devices around that city. And one of them was planted at uh, one of the schools. And uh, this report had indicated that uh, one of the bombs, I guess, that was supposed to be at the schools uh, had enough explosives in it to leave a hole the size of a football field. Lord. Yeah. So, you know, you just in this day and age, you, you just don't really know. But it kind of leads back to what we were talking about the other day. I was talking about with Rick Bright when it comes to mental health issues and how so as, we, as we progress through life and, you know, we're trying to do all these things to make uh, living in the USA just a wonderful, wonderful experience. We still have yet to really deal with mental health. And I think that's a large part of the problem because you can't you can't lump everybody in the same category when it comes to certain things. For example, firearms. You just can't lump everyone into the same category because there are those people that respect firearms. There are law-abiding citizens that have the right to own those firearms. And when somebody does something that uh, is considered off-the-wall crazy, what have you, you can't penalize or punish everyone else. Exactly. But it uh, it does seem as though that... Uh, mental health is, is, is an issue. And I hear a lot of people talking about it, but I don't necessarily know that they're doing a whole lot about it, uh, other than maybe, as is the case with a lot of things, just uh, throwing a lot of money at things. So, Well, and definitely mental health thing, the thing with mental health is it's it's such a long process to fix, you know, when you're just dealing with it. And I, and I think that it is a it is a money thing in the sense that, you know, it costs a lot of money when you're putting people in hospitals for 30, 60, 90 days and stuff. But to me, just as a normal Missourian human person out there, I would be willing to pay a couple extra more bucks in taxes if it went towards mental health um, relief 
or at least um, I, I would support more mental health work than not because that's what's so frustrating even about the whole gun control thing is like it's not a gun problem it's a it's a person problem if we set a firearm on the counter i guarantee you by the time the hour's over the firearm won't have moved right we'll both still be alive right and there won't be any issues you said something that uh, just kind of triggered a little something in my brain as far as um i'd be willing to pay a few more dollars in taxes if i knew it was going to help people that had mental health issues. And I think a lot of people feel that way. But I think at the same time, you have to look at what we already have in place and say, where can we take the money from as opposed to giving the government more money? Because what they'll do is they'll say, okay, they'll come up with some sort of bill, some sort of legislation that says we want to address the mental health crisis. We want to address the mental health problem in this country. And, you know, we're putting together a program and we've done research and they'll roll out numbers and they'll bring out uh, what they consider to be professionals in the field. Experts. And so everybody will buy into it. And the next thing you know, this money will be going toward this program, what have you. We'll have developed another um Maybe they'll put it in the hands of, of people that are already in existence as far as uh, this department, that department. But the real problem here is is then money will start to be funneled away from that into other things, and we're just giving them more money. What we need to start doing is reeling in the cash. And, you know, you don't get the kind of money that you're getting now. You have to take the tax dollars, and you have to make smart decisions with them. But unfortunately, that is not what happens. That's not how things work. So do you abandon some programs, some programs that just don't make sense? Um, Do you do away with some grants? Well, if you ask the people that receive the grants, they probably say no. But are these grants really necessary? And will it then start to convince people that they need to do more than just rely upon the government to get money to fund their programs or their, you know, whatever it is they're doing? And so I think that a good portion of that needs to be looked at. But obviously mental health, you know, it's not something that just came to the forefront the other day. It's been an issue probably as long as people have been around. You know, it's so true. And you're, you are you are correct about that. And, you know, here, I just popped this Google just real quick. And listen, these are just a couple of things that the government has paid for. Okay. The federal government spent $25,000 on a promotional tour for the Alabama Watermelon Queen. There you go. We know why bugs are attracted to lights, but we do not know uh, what they uh, what they do by them. The federal government granted a subsidy of sixty five thousand four hundred seventy three dollars to find out what bugs do by lights. Mm-hmm. Um, the U.S. Department of Defense spent two hundred eighty three thousand five hundred dollars on creating a special unit within the department dedicating to monitoring gnat catchers. Gnat catchers. Uh-huh. Um, let's see. The U.S. Department, uh, the U.S. National Institutes of Health funded a $592,000 study to explain why chimpanzees throw their feces. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Do we really need this? I think what you need to do is uh, if the chimpanzee is throwing its feces, you need to get the hell out of the way. Right. Don't don't be in the line of fire. Right. Oh, yeah. Here, this, this one will make you happy, KB. The federal government paid $750,000 to build a new soccer field for inmates at Guantanamo Bay. Three quarters of a million dollars so that the inmates could play soccer. For the people that want to kill us. Yeah. I mean, that's what Guantanamo Bay is full of. Maybe if they're playing soccer, they'd be happy and wouldn't want to focus on doing harm to to, to people in this country. That's Yeah, that's so. Or or we could have, what's that one guy who wanted to go over and sing songs to him? The, The Taliban. James... 
James Taylor? Yeah, I think he wanted to go, wanted to go over and sing songs and, and bring music, and that would help help the war. He walked in, he sat down, they you know, gave him a little stool to sit on, he got out his guitar, and he started playing, and one of the dudes walked over and just took care of business. Yeah, right, that's exactly what I've seen fire, I've seen rain. All right. <laughs> yes. So uh, now you, you saw your last fire and your last rain, and you sang your last lyrics. Yeah. 8.24 is our time. Lots going on. I think we've got some community events we can talk about. Did you want to read the uh, the press release that yeah, uh, Dr. From... Kirksey sent out from the Camptonton School District? Yeah. He is the uh, the head man, uh, the superintendent uh, for Camptonton Schools. Yes. So here, this, I received this this morning at 7.40. It says, Dear Laker Nation, I am emailing you to provide some clarification. First, Camdenton Schools has not received any threats to the safety of our students and staff. Second, one of our neighboring school districts did experience two false statements regarding student safety, but Camdenton Schools was not mentioned in either statement. Lake Area Law Enforcement is working diligently and collaboratively to find the source of these false statements directed towards a neighboring school district. Unfortunately, communities throughout the nation have experienced these false threats over the last several years. Camdenton Schools has a commitment to provide excellent safety precautions and security for our students and staff. In fact, the district just added two additional school resource officers this school year. Through partnerships with our city and county law enforcement, we do our absolute best to provide a safe and secure environment for our students and staff. Thank you for your support and understanding as we address these unfortunate incidents, Dr. Sean Kirksey. And, you know, yesterday, I, I actually talked to Sean, Dr. Kirksey, yesterday um, for a brief moment on something. And one thing he did say to me when we were talking, he said, you know, we're we we are ready if somebody is shows up at a at the school or something happens at you know Wednesday at 11 we're ready on Wednesday at 11 we're ready every moment of every day for this we practice we train we're educated we are have a great communication with law enforcement we are very um you know unfortunately very prepared for this and so you know i i felt i i really appreciated that statement because i felt like you know yes um, it's scary sometimes sending your kids off to school when it sometimes it seems like <clears throat> it's a war zone and there's definitely some the problems and some school shootings that have happened that are, um, you know, obviously clearly upsetting his parents. But to know that I, I'm sending my kiddo when I only have one now, my last one to school, knowing that the staff is prepared and they are, they've done everything, their due diligence, and they're literally ready every day. Uh, you know, I, I felt good about that, you know, and Camdenton did have an incident several weeks ago, two weeks ago, uh, where there was a kid in the bathroom and, uh, he heard what he thought was the sound of a clip and a gun. And he ended up going into his club, back to his classroom and said, Hey, I, this is what I heard. I think this is what I heard. Mm -hmm. And they ended, they, they locked down. I mean, it was immediate. They, and they ended up, they, with the cameras could tell who was in the bathroom, went and talked to the kid. Well, one of the kids and the, there were three kids that had been in the bathroom and obviously the one that heard the noise and then two other ones, they went and talked to the two other ones. And one of the kiddos had dropped his deodorant, his aerosol deodorant on the ground. Mm -hmm. And it sounded like that it sounded, you know, so like it was a, a metal, a metal. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, I, you know, and so it, it was unfounded, but the school responded and I, 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 and I still, and I said to Sean yesterday when I was talking to him, I appreciate that that kid who reported it, reported it yeah. because I mean, he thought what he heard, what he heard and the school responded appropriately and every, it was nothing. Here's, but, here's the thing with that. Yes. And understand I'm, I'm, I'm just making 
um, an observation based on things that have happened in the past. So here locally, when something like that happens, I get a myriad of text messages from parents who have kids in Camdenton, Osage. I've gotten text messages from parents in Eldon. And they all want to know what's going on. And they know that I'm in the media so that I must have some sort of a connection somewhere. Nine times out of ten, I don't. Uh, But I can find things out. Text a few people. Hey, what's going on? You know, I've got all these people contacting me, right? But the thing about it is it causes so much concern and so much confusion. Because like I said, back in the day... You know, if there was a bomb threat at the school, they pulled everybody out. They brought the police and fire departments in to to look around. And if everything was copacetic, we all went back in and uh, resumed our classes like nothing even happened. And the only way parents found out in a lot of cases was if you went home and yeah, you told them. That's exactly Hey, we, mom, we had a bomb threat today. We had a bomb threat. We had a fire drill, whatever, you know. So and then they would call the schools and follow up. And the schools, obviously doing their jobs, um have a responsibility, and I understand the responsibility, but the amount of confusion it causes because what will happen is it, it, it's, it's similar to when you take 10 people and line them up, and you go down to one end, and you tell the first person something, and you tell that person to repeat it, and by the time it gets down to the last person, it's changed. So different. It's changed. Mm-hmm. So a parent will get similar to this email that you received. And they'll read it, and they'll start calling other parents to let them know what's going on, trying to, you know, kind of help things out, let them know what's going on, because maybe they, they're they not able to access their email while they're working or what have you. But it causes so much confusion, and then that is where I think the bigger problem exists, because then you have all of these stories coming back around as parents are trying to call the school or the administration to find out what's going on. And they're like, I understand that, you know, somebody with a gun was in the school and they were carrying bombs. Well, no, that's not the case. And so whoever's job it is to field those phone calls, and I don't even know if they field them anymore, maybe they just go right to uh, a voice automated system where, uh, you know, press one for this and two for that and three for that. And and so, again, it just really, you know. uh, I... I Times have changed so much, KB, and I hate that we're in this situation. You know, but I did receive an email for our text message, uh-huh. you know, like our normal school reach text message. I received text mail. You have an email mm-hmm. and it was sent out. And so I got that. And then I went and checked my email. Um, I think they have to do this at this point. Well, I think there's obviously um, uh, there's some things that they need to keep in mind. And uh, liability is a huge one. Yeah, right. Uh, well, you didn't even bother to send us a message. Okay, so they have to sit down and they have to come up with something. And I don't know if each school district is allowed to come up with their own, but I'm thinking there's probably a protocol that's been issued by the higher-ups, whether it's the state, whether it's the federal government, in mm-hmm. terms of how they are supposed to go through the the process and, and the protocol in order to get the message out. So, you know, your kid comes home maybe the first week of school, and uh, they, they bring home a form that says, you know, if there's an issue or a problem, how can we contact you? Can we call you? Can we text you? Can we right. send you an email? Yes. Give us all of that information. Right. And, and they send them out. I mean, kind of like snow days. My my first wife, Lisa, was a, a teacher. And so I knew before most of the kids knew whether or not they were having a snow day. Right. Because they used to have a system where they had a list. And this person called you and you called this person and yep. down the list. Right. And it was a, a, a relatively simple system. 
I don't know how that system is handled now other than to say it seems like uh, I remember the, the, the it was the superintendent of schools where I grew up would drive around and to see whether or not the roads were suitable to get the buses out. So, you know, you've got changing times and add to that the things that we see, and, and we'll talk about that on the other side of the, the bottom yes. of the hour break here, add to the other things you see when things like this uh, come to fruition and the media gets involved. Right. And they're not, sh- well, like I said, we'll talk about it on the other that side sounds of the break this morning. If you've got any thoughts, any ideas, any questions, if you've got an event coming up, this would be a great time. Uh, I would say about 840 to give us a call again, 573-633-5395. It is The Daily Show right here on QT. <laughs> I'm Stacy Johnson, and this is your Lake Expo News Cut for Thursday, May 11th. School of the Osage students were disrupted on Wednesday by growing concerns over a screenshot being shared on the Internet. The screenshot made a threat of violence. The district says there were no substantiated threats, and they worked with law enforcement on Wednesday to ensure that was the case. School and all school activities are to proceed as planned. Last weekend, voters came out for the 26th annual Spring Harbor Hop. This year's hop sold over 1,700 poker hands and had 40 different sponsors. This is 600 more than last spring. If you missed the hop this spring, the Fall Harbor Hop will be back in October. And Lake of the Ozarks is loved for its water-based recreation. But with an abundance of forest and two state parks, there's plenty of hiking. That also means there's plenty of ticks. A few tips from the National Pest Management Association to stay safe this summer. Keep the grass cut low, use bug spray, and wear long sleeve shirts and pants when outside. Once you're back indoors, don't forget to inspect yourself, your family, and pets for those creepy crawlers. This has been your Lake Expo News Cut. All this news and more at lakeexpo.com. Lake news events, boating, and the lake life, lakeexpo.com. Key Radio keeps you in the know as we make improvements to better serve you. Because many of you listen online, we've re-engineered our website. You get there on the web at keyradio.live or through our iPhone and Android apps, Key Radio, K-E-Y-K. From the app, click the WWW Globe symbol to see our full site. There you can listen to live radio or call KB during the daily show or see our schedule. And don't forget that beautiful donate button. Then there are menus. Click news weather to get your daily dose of what's happening. You can also drill down in the key radio link to learn all about your favorite shows, make a donation or sponsor a show. You can also read Bill's blog and follow the social media links and notice how we highlight our sponsors on each page. It's all at your fingertips, whether you have a laptop, tablet, or smartphone. It's all part of how Key Radio KEYK staff wants to serve you. with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Thursday. Softball, they're into the postseason tournaments, and the Mizzou ladies lose in the second round of the SEC tournament. They fell to Alabama last night, 7-2, to so now the Lady Tigers have to wait to see if they will get an invite into the big NCAA tournament. 
A lot of the experts think the Mizzou ladies will get into the big dance. We'll have to see. The MSU ladies begin play in the Valley Conference Tournament today. The MSU Lady Bears, the number two seed going in. They will play Belmont today in Carbondale, Illinois. UNI is the number one seed. The Lady Bears, number two. Illinois State, number three. And Murray State, number four. The Lady Bears have won 23 of their last 26 games, so they are red hot. College baseball this weekend, the Mizzou Tigers, a three-game series at home against Georgia. Mizzou is 27-20 and 20 on this season. The uh, MSU Bears are 29-17. and 17. They've won 16 of 19. They've got a series at Southern Illinois this weekend. Some high school baseball last night. Osage losing to Eugene, so the Indians are... 6 and 16 on the season. Today 28 and 4 Camdenton is at Dixon. Dixon's having a great season. The Lakers have won 10 of their last 11 games and it is Versailles at Richmond today. Major League Baseball Cardinals losing to the Cubs last night or yesterday 10 to 4, but uh, Cards won 2 of 3 in the series. They'll be off today and open the series in Boston tomorrow. The Royals 11 and 27. They beat the White Sox 9 to 1 yesterday. They'll close out that four-game series this afternoon. Lake TV brings you five local lake area shows. They're all greatness, including a cup of coffee with Will and Chris every day at 802, 102, and 802. They talk about what's going on at the lake. You can see Lake TV on Como Channel 90 or absolutely free on Roku or streaming live all the time at MyLakeTV.com. I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Thursday. Key Radio wants to help our community by offering a platform for all groups and organizations to share their message. If you have a pre-recorded public service announcement talking about who you are and what you do, email it to kbsfree65 at gmail.com. Rotary clubs, veterans groups, animal shelters, fundraising organizations, and more are all welcome to send us their pre-recorded message. Key Radio reserves the right to deny or accept any PSAs received. I'm Bill Munhausen for Creation Expo. What do kids think about creation and evolution? Let's listen. Hey Jennifer, wasn't that dinosaur movie cool? Well yeah, but I'm confused. What about? Well, did God create everything like we learned at church? Or was there a Big Bang? I don't know. And did we evolve? Or were we created in God's image? I don't know that either. Why don't we still see animals evolving? Like a cat turning into something new and cool. Also, how do we really know what happened to the dinosaurs? Wow, you have a lot of questions. What does your church say about dinosaurs? Churches tend to not talk about science and genesis, so our kids learn unbiblical ideas that become their worldview. The question is what believers ought to believe. Purpose yourself to read Genesis as it's written and teach your kids biblical thinking. These 60-second messages are based on the book XPO by Bill Munhausen, available in Amazon Books. The goal of Key Radio is to offer the community an opportunity to share information and to express their ideas and opinions. Key Radio presents a platform for all types of information. We encourage interested content providers to create podcasts that explain the finer points of business, family issues, arts and entertainment, religion, government, and more. 
Key Radio is also looking for unique and one-of-a-kind podcasts as well. Key Radio is based on positive and productive podcasts that encourage and inspire our listeners to become engaged in their community. For more information on becoming a content provider, call 573-280-0532 or go to keygatheringplace.com slash keyradio. You're listening to 89.3, The Key. This is your chance to get involved in community radio, Lake of the Ozarks, with 89.3, The Key. The Key. It is 840, and thank you so much for joining us here. So glad to have you with us. And yes, indeed, my goodness gracious, it is another beautiful day at the lake. We are getting ready for a high today of 72, a bit of a break from the warmer temperatures that are coming our way. But that is to be expected around this time of year. We jump around quite a bit in the month of May. 72, the expected high today, and uh, a low tonight of 65. We're probably going to see some rain at some point. There is a 100% chance for rain during the day. Light rain this morning, thunderstorms by the evening, a high of around 72. Variable clouds and scattered thunderstorms tonight, a low of 65. Morning thunderstorms in 84 on Friday, clouds in 88 on Saturday, scattered thunderstorms in 86 on Sunday, showers in 73 on Monday, clouds 76 next Tuesday. I did see, uh, let's see here, what are we doing? 67 degrees now in uh, Osage Beach. We do have some light rain being reported. And as we take a look at the radar, my goodness, yes, it is definitely there. It is uh, making its way. Uh, Some light rain across the uh, Tri-County region, some heavier stuff again down to the south. And that will start to kind of push through as we make our way through the day. Uh, A lot of it is just uh, coming from the south. So you've got that... uh, Uh, That jet stream that's pushing down, sucking up some of this moisture out of the Gulf and turning it into uh, a nice little shower for us. I'm sorry. Sorry. Wasn't it weird? Did you watch how the the storms moved last night? Uh I mean, they went in the oddest directions. It was so fascinating watching that. We were all kind of like, what's going on here? My daughter, Caroline, lives in Springfield. She uh, was, she left her house. It was totally fine. Went down to run to the bank, was sitting underneath the bank little over thingy and um, depositing something literally the wind blew it just all of a sudden got super dark a huge transformer blew and like right over where she was she said it just it was a matter of minutes and it was just crazy and it happened i said well it looks like it literally blew up over springfield Mm -hmm. like the storm just started there but she said it was the scariest thing she's ever been a part of so yeah what was it uh monday night we had some weather move through, and we got a little hail as a result of it. And I know Zach and Sydney came down, and they were uh, hanging out with us. We had dinner. And so uh, just as they were getting ready to go back is when it started hailing. And she doesn't like driving in the hail. Sydney doesn't. And Zach's like, no problem. Jumps in, takes over. I guess he outran the storm. (laughs) (laughs) But that that was certainly nice to see. So we've got uh, some things going on. One of the events that we're going to talk about here is uh, going on today, Give Blood, Saves Lives, Have Fun. How about uh, this blood drive going on today at Keller Williams Lake of the Ozarks? The Blood Mobile will be in their parking lot in 109 Horseshoe Bend Parkway today from 9 until 3. You can stop by and donate. I don't know if you can still um, make an appointment, so to speak. Uh, They say appointments are strongly encouraged to manage donor flow. 
Uh, to schedule your appointment, call 417-227-5006 or go to www.cbco.org uh, slash donate dash blood. But don't let that stop you from just showing up. Yeah. And not? I'm going to tell you, you know, when... Um, Faith, my daughter, Faith, was in an accident three years ago, and she was, uh, I just didn't realize the importance of blood, I'm going to be honest with you. And I, uh, she was, um, had an accident down here, was life flighted to Columbia, and in the plane, they in the helicopter, they gave her four units of blood because she was, her spleen was uh, bleeding mm-hmm. out. And uh, so, I mean, literally saved her life, saved her life. So you can go over there. And spend what an hour getting your blood, take you know, giving blood, and you can I don't save. Think it takes that long. I don't. I don't I, you can save a person's life. I mean, how amazing is that? So please go because it does matter. It does matter. Well, it matters to a lot of people, and certainly we don't think about it right away. But when you donate blood, especially with the uh, community blood center of the Ozarks. That blood stays in the area. So right. It ends up uh, probably over there at the hospital. Right. right. So somebody here. around here saved my kiddo's life. Thank you. Yeah. Thank right. you very much. Right. I know moms are happy about it. I'm terribly happy about it. Let's uh, also talk a little bit about something that is going on tomorrow. I just, as a matter of fact, I got a message from Rhonda Wilkening. And I have this uh, Rhonda PSA that you sent me right here in front of me. Yeah. It uh, mentions the uh, Kiwanis Club of, of Camdenton, their spaghetti dinner, raise a fork for Lake Area children. The uh, fundraiser is tomorrow. Adults $10, children 12 and under $5. Spaghetti, salad, garlic bread, dessert, and a beverage served by Kiwanis members. That'll be tomorrow at RJ's Family Restaurant in Camdenton from 4 until 7. If you're not familiar with uh, where RJ's is located, if you're headed through Camdenton, let's say you're headed out to, like, Haha Tonka, and you're headed west on 54, you go through the square in Camdenton, you uh, go down, and it's, uh, I guess, maybe, maybe, maybe a quarter mile off the square, if that far. You go past the courthouse and down past the city hall, probation and parole, Oh, no, that's that's too far. I've, I've sent you too far. You go past the courthouse, and then there's the Ha Tonka cut-through, and, and then boom. there's RJ's. Right there. Yeah. Yeah. I almost sent folks a little too far. But, again, that's tomorrow from uh, 4 until 7, the Kiwanis Club of Camdenton Spaghetti Dinner Fundraiser. Again, adults just $10, kids 12 and under, $5, a nice, uh, a nice array of, of goodies, a, a full spread, as they say which will be served by Kiwanis members tomorrow from 4 until 7 at RJ's Family Restaurant. And uh, the Kiwanis really do a lot of great things in our community. They sure So do. please go support them. Yeah. So, Rhonda, I need some tickets, by the way. So She's going to sell them. She's not going to give them away. I know. I'm selling. I'm buying from, from her. Oh, all right. I just, for some reason, it wouldn't let me respond to her on the computer. So I couldn't, when she responded on our Facebook, on your Facebook page. Right. So I couldn't, it wouldn't let me respond. So I just thought I'd respond on air. It's crazy. Yeah. Boating and Water Safety Seminar expanding significantly for 2023. The Lake of the Ozarks Water Safety Council announcing a significantly expanded 2023 Boating and Water Safety Seminar. The free event will be on Saturday, this Saturday, 8 until 1 at the Camdenton High School, located at 662 Lake of Pride uh, Drive in Camdenton. The family fun event includes keynote speakers, informative breakout sessions, special activities for kids, gear, and food vendors, and exciting boat displays. And here's something that I don't think a lot of people really take the time to uh, research, and that is life jackets. Uh, I was just going to talk about that, yes. So you get a life jacket, and you put it on your boat. Uh, Great, but you have to have 
one for everybody when you're out on the lake. That is correct. And sometimes you'll get stopped by the Water Patrol. They'll just make a little routine life jacket check. Uh, certainly little ones and dogs, probably good folks to, uh, you know, the babies and the, and the pets and everything, make sure that they have life jackets. But uh, adults as well, because things can happen in an instant. And I'm still one of these people that when I go out on the water, I wear my life jacket. I just, uh, I've told the story plenty of times about when I first moved to the lake and I was in a boat with some guys. And I asked the driver of the boat, I said, do you have a life jacket for me? And he said, sure. So I put it on. And just so happens he was out kind of jacking around. We got thrown out of the boat. And uh, there were, thank goodness there happened to be a member of the Water Patrol in a cove that saw it and zipped right over. And he looked at me and he said, do you mind if I pull these guys out of the water first? They don't have life jackets. I said, perfect. So I just kind of bob- bobbed, bobbed up and, right, up right and down until mm-hmm. it was time to get out of the water. But um, the uh, speaking program features keynote speaker Alan Dennison. U.S. Boat Foundation Director of Education. Breakout information sessions will cover life jacket types and sizing, boating safety and navigation rules, kayak and paddleboard safety, and boating injury prevention. Vendor booths will be open throughout the seminar. I may reach out to either Bob May or Doug Beck to see if I can get one of them on to talk a little bit more about it uh, tomorrow. Yeah, you should. I have a slot now. I'm supposed to have an 810 interview, but things have changed. Uh, Because the... um, uh, Missouri State Legislature, the final day of the legislative session is tomorrow. Oh, so. So they're going to be rambling and scrambling and trying to get things done uh, to beat the deadline, and we'll see how it all plays out. Well, I uh, talking about the Lake of the Ozarks Water Safety Council, so I don't know if you've seen this about Troop 29. They installed the first life jacket loner station at PB2. Saw it. It was awesome. And that's so cool. Mm-hmm. This is the first of six they're going to do other locations will be public beach one frankie and louise haha tonka captain ron's and another one to be determined live jackets will be available just before uh, memorial day when the beach is open so it's literally a loner station i mean just if there's life jackets in there if you don't have them grab them use them for the time that you're there and then put them back and uh well that's the hope Right, that's but if a, people take the life jackets, they're not upset about it. Well, I mean, the, I, the only problem though is, is you know, the next time somebody needs uh, life jackets, maybe they won't have them there because people don't bring them back. Well, you know, there's always awesome people out in our community who donate, so maybe somebody will want to throw some money at some life jackets for this um, for Troop Twenty Nine and part of the Lake of the Ozarks Water Safety Council, and make sure that those are always stocked. But I mean, really, how amazing is that? What a what a just Thoughtful gift. I mean, thoughtful thing to do. Absolutely. So, yeah, just promoting some more. The lake, uh, the Water Safety Council is really getting on it. Mm-hmm. They're really doing some awesome things to help uh, keep uh, the lake safe and educating people, which is really what it's all about. Because literally, you can get on a boat and you've never driven one. You can just get on there and drive. You know, there's no criteria. There's no nothing. So, uh, definitely a good idea to, to pass out some education. I think we really only have... Um what is it, uh, the age of 16, before you can operate a jet ski, and I think that probably goes along the lines of a boat, too. You have to be born uh, before a certain time. If not, then there are courses that you have to take. So maybe this would be worth a call. I'll, I'll reach out to Doug and see if I can get him uh, squeezed He's a good dude. He is a great dude. Yeah. He and Bob May are the co-chairs of the Lake of the Ozarks Water Safety Council, both uh, Coast Guard uh, captains. Yes. Coast Guard uh, registered, approved. They, right. they, they did the whole deal there. Uh, also, I want to mention the uh, Camden County Republican Club's May meeting. It's uh, going to be on May 16th. That is uh, Tuesday. 
It will uh, feature uh, speaker Ike Skelton, and the topic is the county update. Prior to the speaker, the club will have a business meeting that includes voting on board openings and membership dues. The meeting will be held at the Community Christian Church on North Business 5 in Camdenton. It starts at 7, doors open at 6.30. You do not need to be a member to attend. Membership is uh, required to vote. And you can RSVP. They ask that you do that by calling 573-723-0388. Or uh, you can email Larson, F-R-M-E, all one word, at AOL.com. Larson, F-R-M-E, at AOL.com. Their RSVPs uh, are needed by this Sunday, May the 14th. So there you go. Also, uh, one other event. I received this from the good professor, Jim Paisley. He is a member of the Lake of the Ozarks Jeep Club. And their Jeep Girl Mafia Club, the Missouri chapter, are having a Go Topless event. Oh, Lord. Coming up on May 20th. And all proceeds go to benefit Kids Harbor and Osage Beach. That'll be a week from this Saturday. The event will start at 11. Kids uh, Harbor is the location, 5717. Chapel Drive in Osage Beach with a scavenger hunt for all Jeeps. Following the scavenger hunt, everyone will meet at Willow's Restaurant on A Road in Lynn Creek. Uh, they'll have an auction and raffle open to the public. Uh, the uh, meet and greet, if you will, uh, and the auction will help to benefit uh, Kids Harbor, and all persons are welcome to attend. Uh, Jim put down here, go to Lake of the Ozarks Jeep Club on their uh, Facebook page if you have a question. Love that. That's all I got. Well, uh, I did want to mention one thing, the third annual Ozark Rides Rally. This is a really cool thing that Harley does. Um, The Lake of the Ozarks Harley, they provide the ultimate lake area motorcycle riding experience. You join motorcyclists on group rides around the Lake of the Ozarks with scenic rides and views. There's foods and drinks, live entertainments, vendors, and more. It's a two-day event where you go and are able to start. You start at Harley. And go to all these different locations, see, eat different foods, see all the beautiful scenery there is to see at the lake. And this is their third annual one, so it's it's a it's a pretty awesome um, event that they they uh, they've done. So, and I just bought a T-shirt for it. So there's that. And I guess you saw that uh, Rhonda is going to set you up with those tickets. I did not see that. Thank you. Carrot cake for dessert, by the way, at that event tomorrow at uh, RJ's for the uh, Camden Kiwanis Club from four until seven. Nancy. Uh, Nancy sent us a message this morning. She said, uh, good morning. May I put in a promo for our garden club, please? Lake Bloomers Garden Club will have their annual plant sale in Lori at the Ozark Chapel parking lot on Highway 5, Friday, uh, noon to 5, and Saturday, 8 to 1. Fundraiser supports, and I'm sorry, I have to click on it where it says see more. It says uh, the fundraiser uh, supports our scholarship fund where we go, Award a one thousand uh, dollar scholarship to a Camdenton or Morgan County student each year. We appreciate your support. Look us up on Facebook for more info about our club. Visitors are always welcome. Love to have you join us. Thank you. I wonder if uh, Delta would like to be a part of the uh, uh, Lake Bloomers Garden Club because she has this uh, crazy knack of being able to save plants that are just about dead. Yeah, I'm not that girl. She's brought them back. She's amazing then, because I I'm the person she probably would be collecting plants from. We've got these planters on the on the um, front porch, mm-hmm. three of them, and I think all of the plants in the planters were plants that she bought at uh, one of the big box stores, or, or she might have bought them somewhere else. I'm not sure. Anyway, point being, 
is that they were in like the discount bin and they right. looked the, these they poor were plants. They looked pathetic. They did. Now they're awesome. They're healthy. And so she's worked on the front of the house with the landscaping and has planted some plants. And we picked up, we went out to that uh, Amish store in Eldon yep. last weekend, mm-hmm. bought a couple of hanging plants. And there was one near death. We had it hanging right out in front of the house. And I guess, you know, it was on the hanger and I thought the rain would get in there. But these things are, are they're big globs of roots. And so you have to break up that dirt so the water can get in there. Watered it last night, watered the one on the back. And we're good to go. Yeah, she's a good egg, I'm just telling you. Uh, she's a keeper. Yeah, definitely. I think yeah, I think maybe, you know, there's there's some potential there. Yeah, there's a lot of potential there. Uh, a couple other things I wanted to throw out. Um let's see here. What day? What is today? Oh my gosh, tomorrow hot summer nights. Yeah. 5 to 9 at the Bagnell Dam. I'll be there. See you there. KB will be there. Back for another year. Back for another year cuz he's awesome. It's a lot of fun though, man. I, it know. is. If you have not been to hot summer nights, you are missing out. Your your life is not complete if you have not been down there it's such a great family event and it's so much fun and there's so many different things and every night has a different theme and i don't know it's just a great time and if you haven't for the love of god get your family out there (laughs) and well you if you you know sometimes you don't always get a chance on the weekend to go to the car show right right so every uh, month second friday of every month they have hot summer nights may through september Five until ten, and what you do is you go on down there and you uh, just take a look around, and inevitably, guess what happens? People show up, car clubs come down, people, uh, individuals bring their cars down, and we have uh, we have a, a nice time. And I always encourage car clubs if they've got an event coming up and they have a flyer, please. You'd like KB know. Give us the flyer. Right. And we can read uh, read that over the PA and let all the folks that right. are in attendance know about your event since you were so nice to uh, come down to our event and spend some time. Yes. This week it's American Dreams, Hot Rods, and Rat Rods. Yeah. Look at that stuff. Lots of good stuff. Right. And then uh, on um, Sunday, uh, or sorry, Saturday. Is that Saturday? Yeah, it is. At Lake Valley will be the Shootout Golf Tournament. So if that's something you're interested in doing, you know, of course, it benefits the the shootout, which benefits everywhere, all of us, and all of the nonprofits and stuff. Right. Um, awards and lunch included. The cost is one twenty five per player. Includes eighteen holes of golf with cart and lunch. Shotgun at nine. Lunch at noon. Speaking of uh, the shootout, yeah. I saw a post that Ricky Smith put on uh, Facebook, and they're looking for a couple of more food trucks to be down on the strip for the big. Uh, shootout oh. street party that they have over on the Bagnell Dam Strip. I think that is the, I think it's still the Wednesday before the shootout. The shootout, yeah. So they set up all the boats and you can see the boats and the, so meet the drivers cool. and all these people are really cool because they appreciate the opportunity. And here's the thing about, and I guess most people might know about this, but the fact of the matter is, is that uh, the shootout is uh, an event that people come to on their own dime. Right. So all those big boats that come in and bring all of their stuff and all of their staff and all the people that work on the boats and all of the all of that is paid for, not by anybody. They all pay for it on their own. Mm -hmm. And then they spend lots of money here and do lots and benefit our community. I mean, it really is an amazing thing. It is amazing. It is. Hey, one more thing real quick. Yes, sir. Ma'am. (laughs) Ma'am. Sometimes I, sometimes I can. Yeah, I'm one of the guys, really. Let's be honest. Um, So, uh. For all of you men that are married or men that aren't married, but men that have children, 
that have a mother. Uh-huh. It's Mother's Day this weekend. Yeah. So please remember that. Don't buy her a vacuum. Don't buy her a vacuum. Take her out for a nice uh, brunch someplace. Uh, get her something to eat. Spend the day just letting her do her thing. Uh, sometimes so. mom just wants to be left alone. So dad, that's where you can step up and say, uh, everybody, mom is in a room reading a book or just enjoying some quiet time. Don't talk to her. Don't look Leave at her. her don't alone. I highly recommend some sort of spa treatment or something like that. Mm-hmm. Us girls dig that. And yeah, Todd said to me, what do you want? Where do you want to go for brunch? And I said, nowhere. I just want to be home. You know, sometimes you, you just want to be home. Is Todd going to make it for you? Yeah. He has actually become a really good cook. That's awesome. That's yeah. Awesome. Well, I mean, you know, I think it's only fair. Well, yeah. I'm sure you probably provided a lot of meals for him when he's been no. working on gigs and Gosh, doing yes. jobs and all that other yeah. stuff. Yeah. How many years? Yeah. Yeah. But he's a good guy. Well, it's great to see you. We won't see you next Thursday, but we will see you the following Thursday. I know you have to go up to, what, St. Louis? Yep, going up to Barnes to do my annual kidney transplant checkup with my doctors there. So uh, that's where I'll be next week. But I'm sure I'll get a good report because I got the best kidney in there saving my life. Taking care of your kidney. Amen, sir. Maybe we need to talk to the family again. Yeah, we could totally. That's a great idea. Yeah, we haven't talked to them in a while. We haven't, see yeah. how they're doing. The uh, family, uh, Blake Stabler, the uh, the young man that donated his kidney when he was uh, killed in a car accident, killed yeah. in a car accident, but uh, was had the wherewithal to fill out the donor card, and uh, Mindy was Did. the recipient of his kidney. How awesome! Pretty cool. Thank you. Be careful out there this weekend. Yes, you too, sir. See you again soon. It is uh, 9 a.m. on the Midwest Coast. Let's step aside. We have, uh, ooh, it looks like we have some news for you from our great media partners, including uh, Stacy Johnson, who is with LakeExpo.com, and also Chris Schneider over there at Lake TV. Lots of stuff going on. Uh, I was watching uh, Will and Chris the other morning uh, with a cup of coffee, and uh, they were they were featuring some of the fireworks at a uh, at a recent Camden County Commission meeting between the shouting match was uh, essentially between Commissioner James Cohagen and uh, Sheriff Tony Helms. Don't know if you've heard it, but I'm sure it would be easy to find. It is 9.01, folks. Danny Ellison joins me on the other side of the break. Thank you for joining us this morning, and thank you for being a part of Key Radio. You're listening to Community Radio for the Lake of the Ozarks, 89.3 KEYK, Osage Beach, Missouri. Stacy Johnson, and this is your Lake Expo News Cut for Thursday, May 11th. School of the Osage students were disrupted on Wednesday by growing concerns over a screenshot being shared on the Internet. The screenshot made a threat of violence. The district says there were no substantiated threats, and they worked with law enforcement on Wednesday to ensure that was the case. School and all school activities are to proceed as planned. Last week, voters came out for the 26th annual Spring Harbor Hop. This year's hop sold over 1,700 poker hands and had 40 different sponsors. This is 600 more than last spring. If you missed the hop this spring, the Fall Harbor Hop will be back in October. And Lake of the Ozarks is loved for its water-based recreation. But with an abundance of forest and two state parks, there's plenty of hiking. That also means there's plenty of ticks. A few tips from the National Pest Management Association to stay safe this summer. Keep the grass cut low, use bug spray, and wear long sleeve shirts and pants when outside. 
Once you're back indoors, don't forget to inspect yourself, your family, and pets for those creepy crawlers. This has been your Lake Expo News Cut. All this news and more at lakeexpo.com. Lake news events, boating, and the lake life, lakeexpo.com. There is a saying that there is no free lunch, meaning there is a cost to everything, even when it appears to be free. Your free account on social media costs you invisible connections to companies trying to sell you stuff. So it is, even with Key Radio, because there are costs to bring you local programming, and we need your help to pay the bills. If you love our purpose, please donate. If you need to use advertising dollars, Key Radio can give you a promotional benefit of sponsorship underwriting. Key Radio features programs in every area of life, politics, business, family, entertainment, education, faith, and media. In Christian circles, we refer to this as the Seven Mountains. We don't relegate any of these subjects to once a week, and we seek content rooted in truth more than opinion. If you have a message to get across, contact Bill M. at OrionCenter.org to talk about how Key Radio can help. Radio Lake TV sports update for this Thursday. Softball, they're into the postseason tournaments, and the Mizzou ladies lose in the second round of the SEC tournament. They fell to Alabama last night, 7-2, to so now the Lady Tigers have to wait to see if they will get an invite into the big NCAA tournament. A lot of the experts think the Mizzou ladies will get into the big dance. We'll have to see. The MSU ladies begin play in the Valley Conference Tournament today. The MSU Lady Bears, the number two seed going in. They will play Belmont today in Carbondale, Illinois. UNI is the number one seed. The Lady Bears, number two. Illinois State, number three. And Murray State, number four. The Lady Bears have won 23 of their last 26 games, so they are red hot. College baseball this weekend, the Mizzou Tigers, a three-game series at home against Georgia. Mizzou is 27-20 and on this season. The uh, MSU Bears are 29-17. and They've won 16 of 19. They've got a series at Southern Illinois this weekend. Some high school baseball last night. Osage losing to Eugene, so the Indians are... 6-16 Six and 16 on the season. Today, 28-4 Camdenton is at Dixon. Dixon's having a great season. The Lakers have won 10 of their last 11 games. And it is Versailles at Richmond today. Major League Baseball, Cardinals losing to the Cubs last night, or yesterday, 10-4. But uh, Cards won 2-3 in the series. They'll be off today and open the series in Boston tomorrow. The Royals, 11-27. They beat the White Sox, 9-1 yesterday they'll close out that four game series this afternoon lake tv brings you five local lake area shows they're all greatness including a cup of coffee with will and chris every day at 802 102 and 802 they talk about what's going on at the lake you can see lake tv on como channel 90 or absolutely free on roku or streaming live all the time at mylaketv.com I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Thursday. 
A portion of the programming on Key Radio is brought to you by Adair's Wildlife Removal Service, offering affordable solutions for all of your residential and commercial nuisance animal problems. Adair's keeps the wildlife where it belongs, in the wild. Serving Camden, Miller, and Morgan Counties. Online at adairs-animals.com or call 573-378-8739. 573-378-8739. What makes Key Radio unique is our not-for-profit status. We pursue our purpose single-mindedly. Key Radio's purpose is building up community, not just talking about community. We invite people from our neighborhoods to be the voices on our station. They share their knowledge and experiences with the rest of us, and we're all better for it. Go to keyradio.live on the web and contact Bill to learn about getting on the radio. This is your chance to get involved in Community Radio Lake of the Ozarks with 89.3, The Key. It is 9.09. We should be hearing from our good buddy, the educated redneck Danny Ellison, here shortly. He'll be joining us. How's that for service? He'll be joining us to uh, do some ranting and raving this morning, as always. Glad to have him on board. Glad to have you on board. And we'll uh, let you know that uh, more than likely you will encounter some rain in some way, shape, or form today. As I have been watching the uh, radar for most of the morning. And as we progress to the day, that lighter rain will uh, give us uh, some opportunities to see some heavier stuff. Watching the radar that uh, is available now, we do have some uh, light rain pushing through the area. And then the more intense stuff still uh, down to the south, some of it off to the west. And it will uh, track through the area in various uh, stages, various forms, throughout the course of the day. And that includes the uh, opportunity for you to maybe encounter some thunderstorms 
But we'll see how it all plays out as we uh, take a look at the forecast. Right now, 66 degrees in Osage Beach, so we've dropped a degree. Rain this morning, scattered thunderstorms this afternoon, 72 the high. Scattered thunderstorms and 64 for the overnight low. About a, uh, well, they've dropped it down to about a 90% chance today and a 60% chance tonight. AM thunderstorms and 84 tomorrow, about a 60% chance. Clouds and 88 on Saturday. Scattered thunderstorms, about a 50-50 chance on Sunday and a high of 86. Showers and 73 on Monday. So that kind of sets the table. Still plenty of uh, activities and things going on. But uh, keep in mind, folks, that all you have to do is just keep your rain gear or your umbrella handy, and you should be fine. If you're out on the water, of course, and you see the uh, thunderstorms approach, it's probably not a bad idea to uh, get off the water and take cover somewhere. But the main thing is, uh, if you're going to be out, like, uh, say, for example, fishing, and this is something that you uh, like to do, (laughs) as so many of us do here at the Lake of the Ozarks, uh, just let somebody know where you're going, what time you're leaving, what time you plan on uh, getting back, uh, yeah, and just uh, generally where you're going to be fishing. So in case uh, something changes, uh, that they're able to uh, just have a good idea where you're at and what's going on. 9.12 is our time. Danny Ellison, the educated redneck, standing by to rant and rave. I saw something that uh, showed up on Facebook. You were having some fun. I don't know if it was last night, Danny, or the night before or whenever. <laughs> and we don't have to get into it, but uh, I thought it was very funny. You were sitting in front of your TV, I guess, or uh, I don't know if you were at home or <laughs> where you were. But uh, I'll just say you look like you're having a good time. Oh, yeah. it was. Uh, I was enjoying the instructions on TV of what to do during a flood. <laughs> <laughs> Always good to know. Always good to have a plan. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, oh yeah. And I, I agree with the recommendation. That I think that would work for just about every situation. <laughs> there you go, my friend. Absolutely. Well, uh, as is the case, we normally bring you in on uh, Thursday mornings to rant and rave, and I would imagine that today, uh, absolutely no exception to the rules. So uh, whatever is on your mind, sir, go for it. Uh, did y'all see the uh, Trump shellacking <laughs> on CNN? I've oh, seen man. some of it. I've that seen was, some of it. That was hilarious, dude. That was that host was just handed herself. See, that's what happens, folks, when you're trying to defend lies. See, defending a lie is difficult. It's very difficult. Defending the truth is easy because the truth is obvious and apparent, and the truth. Another committee now has just come out and mentioned all these shell companies that Biden knows. And all the transactions are done in ways to hide money. And a banker said that I would investigate this account. And now we've got people looking. See, the tr- they are hiding so much that eventually it gets so big that you can't hide it. It's like when a teenager gets pregnant, they can hide it for a while, but eventually it's like, hey, uh, you're either fat or you're pregnant, one or the other. And we're here. We're here where it's all bubbling up. Hunter Biden's laptop is a, the absolute fact that they're not investigating it. Fully, in public. See, this is what I talked about. Transparency, folks. They have all gotten themselves in a place up there 
where they control what goes to you. It used to be just for national security. Now it's anything. Oh, this might make our voters upset. That's the stuff we really need to know. We need to know the dirty stuff you're doing. And we're being placated and pushed away, you know. Oh, it's, it's not that. It's not that. But we put people, like, like Martha Stewart, we put her in prison for lying to these people that lie to us every single minute of every single day, and yet they walk free. And we accept that. And it was so beautiful to see the pushback from Trump. When that host, would you sign an abortion ban? And then he pointed out the real radicals, and I dare you to defend this, are the ones that will take a fully formed baby and kill it. And that's what you're doing. Don't, don't mince words with me. It's not an abortion. It's not a fetus. It is a baby, and it is murder. Especially when it's fully formed. And then our old governor said that, oh, if it comes out alive in an abortion, we'll just lay it on the table and let it die. How inhumane are you? How inhumane? You disgust me if you believe that pulling a baby out that's fully formed by limb for limb is a solution to anything. You're disgusting. You need to look in the mirror at yourself and really say to yourself, I'm willing to kill a baby for my convenience. This is where we have come to in this country. This is what happens when you have no morals and you have no standards and you have a sniffer in the White House who runs around. You all were upset by Trump saying something that's true, that everybody in the industry knew is true, that all of you know are true. There are gold diggers out there that will do anything for money. And that's a reality of the real world. And if you watch Biden and you've seen Hunter Biden's daughter's diary that nobody says is in her diary. They're more concerned about how they got it. But she says that when she was older, her dad would get in the shower with her. This, folks, is disgusting. And at some point, good and moral people have to stand up to the backlash and just say, I don't care anymore. You can cancel me. But somebody needs to speak for the babies. Somebody needs to speak for sanity. We've had over 200 shootings this year. The world is going insane. We have spent billions, billions over there in Ukraine while people are homeless here in record numbers. This Congress and this president does not represent this country. He represents all the people that pay him. And if you don't believe your representatives are paid, I again point out Ocasio-Cortez Cougar Mellencamp. She came in as a bartender, a bartender. And now four years later on $175,000 a year, she has $23 million in her bank. You tell me. You tell me she earned that money, and I will call it a liar to your face. That is a payoff. It's in your face. All of this is in your face, kids, that you sit there and you let it happen. And it was beautiful last night when Trump sat there and dissected every single thing, every single lie they brought with facts. And that's what he sent them in a tizzy. They were going to hand him his butt. But he turned around and shellacked them on TV. And now they're running to cover their butts. Folks, stand up. Be moral. Be good. Be just. We've got to quit letting the inmates run the asylum. It's 
time to be heard. It's time to quit going along to get along. That's what a lot of you did with the vaccine, and now you're really regretting your choices as all these neurological disorders pop up, rabid stage four cancers pop up, kids dropping dead while playing sports is up 230, 400%. Take your pick. Folks, it's time to take a stand. Take a stand and say, no more. And I watched Trump last night, and I saw somebody say, no more on TV. I just applaud the man for going into the belly of the beast, so to speak, and addressing any number of topics, and doing so in such a way that uh, uh, I don't know if he was able to. You know, in, in some of these things, uh, you, you know that the media has a list of questions that they're going to ask him. And out of convenience and courtesy, sometimes they submit their list of questions to whomever it is that they plan on interviewing. Now, I don't necessarily know that they did that with Trump. I'm sure that they would have to do that if it was uh, a Biden town hall. But, again, I, I see this man as being able to take on anything that comes his way and legitimately trying to give people an answer based on the way he feels, based on the way the country is uh, is handling things at this particular point, his thoughts, his ideas. And, you know, what's interesting about this, as they try so desperately to find some new and exciting way to keep him from running for president in 2024, CNN turns around and says, hey, let's have a town hall. So if that doesn't tell you something, I guess maybe you're just not paying attention. They obviously see something that could potentially take place, a uh, Trump run for president in 2024. So yeah, let's bring him in. It's 2023. We're getting close. Let's uh, let's see what this guy has to say. Let's see what's on his mind. And there were some Trump supporters there as well, as uh, you could hear uh, in various uh, situations where he would answer questions. You would hear people clap. You would hear people uh, hoop and holler for him. Uh, but, you know, I'm sure there were a number of detractors. And who knows if those people came willingly or if they were invited. Uh, but m- nonetheless, he... he got up there like he would at any other event and uh, and, and took on all comers. But I love, I love the fact that he'll shoot state. These, these poli- and, and people go, well, that answer about abortion was a political... No, what he's saying is, and what I've always said, the truth lies in the middle. The truth lies in the middle, folks. Let's be honest. It's not a radical right, and it's not a radical left. Every study done on America has shown that America basically lives in the middle, leaning a little left or a little right. That is basically America. There are your extremes. Your 20 is extreme to the left. Your 20 extreme to the right. The vast majority of people live right here in the middle, leaning one way or another. What he was saying to her and what she didn't want to hear is he wasn't going to act like a dictator like Biden has and over hundred executive orders that so let it be written, so let it be done. He said, I want to have a negotiation. And that's what is supposed to occur in Washington. We have forgotten that. It's now my side's in there, so I'm going to ram my side down your throat. No, my side's in there, so I'm going to ram my side down your throat. That was never what Washington was supposed to be. Washington was supposed to be a place where adults, adults, went and had debates. Debates, not, yeah, you're this and you're radical that. No, a debate where you stand there and you discuss facts like adults, where you don't attack, you bring your point, and then you all agree or disagree. 
We have lost that. We have a bunch of grade schoolers in Washington right now. I'm going to hold my breath till you pass this bill. This is disgusting and childish. People all talk about role models in sports. You should have role models in Washington. There's very few people that I, if my son came to me and said I might be a bum or I might be a politician, I would get him a tent. <laughs> this, this is disgusting oh. what we accept folks and it's time it's time just go into the voting booth if you recognize the name vote them out i don't care if it's a republican or a democrat they're all the same whoever's in there vote them out one election one election. I'm asking, you've wasted your vote in all these other elections. Give me one. Give me one election. Walk in there and go, oh, he's in there. Vote against him. I guarantee you, if one election, the vast majority of incumbents lost by landslides, it would send a message and they would hear it. But right now, you are little lap dogs and, oh, he gets me this and he gets me that while we are running up a debt that's going to destroy this country. You better come to some kind of sanity, because when sanity comes to your door for real and the check is at the table, nobody's going to take the excuse that you forgot your wallet at home, and we're all going to have to pony up, and it is going to be a really bad time in this country, and I do not want to see it. Right, right. Well, I guess it is uh, only a matter of time as we get a little bit closer. Uh, let me ask you, you you're a, uh, a very intelligent man, and uh, I look to you at times for uh, your thoughts on things, obviously. Uh, what do you think they have on the, uh, on the docket, on the agenda for Donald Trump as far as between now and uh, the time that uh, things really start to get serious as far as a presidential election goes? What do you think that they've got lined up for him in terms of uh, uh, roadblocks or other things that they're going to try and throw in his way? I know that this woman that had come out and had uh, put out a book had said that uh, he raped her. Uh, and uh, here we go with, 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 you know, these people coming out of left field again. Uh, and, and, and I think, you know, if, if that's something that they consider to be legitimate, we need to go back to, uh, uh, the time when Bill Clinton ran for president, his first go around, right? Oh yeah. There's going to be, look, they've already proven that facts don't matter because let's start with the Russian dossier. It has now been proven, factually proven, that that was paid for. It has now been factually proven that the FBI and the CIA were complicit in it. It has factually been proven that the DNC, in fact, was part of what paid for the dossier. It was, in fact, tied to Hillary Clinton. Now, all this has been proven. What prosecutions have been brought? None. What things have changed? None. They are all out in the open. They, pay, they paid 51 officials to say it was Russian disinformation for Hunter Biden's laptop. They officially silenced voices during an election. Silenced voices using the FBI and their launch with Facebook and YouTube. And they sat there and Twitter at that time. And that was all discovered because some rich man bought them out and got the information out before they could destroy it. So what you've got to do is ignore the attacks because there is going to be a mountain of them. 
it's probably going to, they're probably just going to have a busload of women come up in front of the Supreme Court and say, he got us too. This, this is how this, and this is the whole thing. And this is what I, I hope people understand. What the Democrats are doing is cheapening rape. They are cheapening rape because they are bringing something up in the past with no proof, and it really divides the people. Whereas if something happened just a week or so ago, it's very easy to get together facts. But let me ask you, KB, and you can tell me, where were you uh, with, say, May 12, 1983? May 12, 1983. Ah, let's see. That would have been almost the end of my junior year in high school. So uh, it was probably prior to graduation. Uh, I would say I was probably in school. Yeah. But who were you with? Exactly what people did you hang out with that day? Where did you have lunch? Where did oh, you, see, this is all impossible to prove. That, that's all. That's all. It's a, impossible to prove. <laughs> that's all a little blurry, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. And that's what I'm saying. It's impossible to prove for anybody to go back that many years. And that's why it cheapens the ones that are happening now. And we're sitting here discussing something that if it was such a big thing, why did it take you 30 years to come to it? Mm -hmm. Why did it take you? Why did it take until he became famous for you to come to it? It's because it's revenge. It's revenge. And now these people can pull anybody they want. And it's like, it's really weird because here's my conundrum. This is where I have a hard time. The Me Too movement says we must believe all women. Okay. And the Me Too movement was behind when Louis C.K. got his wiener out and showed it to a female comic and ruined his career. Yet Leah Thomas, I think, what's her name? What's that uh, dude chick's name that's swimming? I can't think of her or his name. Uh, They can walk into a locker room full of women and whip their genitalia out and no charges are filed. Uh, It's not a Me Too movement. It's he's a woman. Mm. And that's just, oh, that's an attachment. See, this is the absurdity of everything we're doing here. We're charging people with rape while allowing uh, transvestites to walk willy-nilly into any female dressing locker room as long as they identify as a woman. So which side of this coin are we going to fall? This is what I'm talking about, the insanity. And there's going to be a bunch of things thrown at Trump. They're going, to, they, they're going to try to get him probably for parking tickets if he's got him too. Anything that they can throw up and say, he's being prosecuted, it's what they're going to do because it's a coordinated effort of all the mainstream media. And it's really funny how a man who was once number one and everybody loved him, had the top-rated TV show, is now scorned by everybody simply because he dare speaks the truth. And <laughs> That is what we're watching. And that is the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. So, yeah, w- once you're kind of a, a darling, uh, and then they turn around. And, I mean, look at all the things that he has done in his past, and I'm not talking about things like, uh, you know, bad stuff. I mean, I'm talking about uh, donating to the Clintons, for example. Uh, does anybody remember that? And how he used to be somewhat of a champion for uh, some of those causes that uh, maybe uh, conservatives, certainly people on the right, wouldn't necessarily uh, get behind. But he did it. And so now uh, everybody forgets all that. And uh, let's focus on the bad stuff. Let's also uh, see what we can go back and, and dig up or possibly even make up just to get people to uh, stop and say, hmm, maybe this isn't who we thought it was. But 
I hate to tell you, I think in more cases than not, uh, so many of these people are just uh, <laughs> so so out there in the uh, in the woods. It's not even funny. So now, basically, it looks like exactly what it is, and that's uh, people are essentially just grabbing at straws. I mean, what what would you consider it? I mean, uh, you know, if it's not every month, it's every other month that they're trying to come after him with something. And and here's the thing. Here's the thing with all of this. And and this is how I would be with a lot of things. You know, people get tired of certain things after a while. And so constantly drumming up, brewing up, coming up with whatever it is you want to use to go after Donald Trump, people are like, oh, come on, not again. And it doesn't necessarily make any difference who it is. I mean, you know, you turn on the TV and it depends on what what newscast you watch, but I would say it's more than likely going to be on all of them, whether it's uh, national news or local news. And you're going to get those uh, those people that, you know, after they get their dose of local news, then they start to uh, filter in some of the uh, national and international stuff. Oh, no, not another claim against Trump about this or that or what have you. I mean, I can't remember, and, and maybe you can help me out, I can't remember anybody having to go through what Donald Trump is going through at this particular point and, uh, and, and still wanting to uh, come back for more. Well, the only other person I can think of is Elon Musk. Yeah, well, there you go. That's right. <laughs> you know what I mean? See, this is the rabid left. The rabid left doesn't care. Once they're on attack mode, they're on attack mode. Right. They come get you. They're on attack mode. They say, it doesn't matter the truth. doesn't matter the facts. Scream things loud enough. See, they've learned from really great people like Joseph Goebbels of uh, German fame who said repeat a lie enough and it becomes the truth. Sure. And that's what we have here. We have Trump derangement syndrome. And if you even say anything about Trump, people will get really mad. Don't, you don't even have to say you support him. Just say his name in a positive way. People will get really mad. That is a child. That is a child. If you get really mad over somebody's name, you are a child. Nobody taught you when you were young that you couldn't have things that you had to uh, uh, share with people and that your opinion wasn't so important. That it was a group opinion. And that's what I'm saying. This whole idea of, of we are going to just scream it like a bunch of radicals. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to tell you that you're the radicals. You know, even though we, uh, we're going to take January 6th was an insurrection while we took over the Kentucky House, I believe it was, or the Tennessee House and got violent. The true violent, not the kind of violent where the police read you in on the tour, the kind of violent where the police are standing in the door and you're swinging at them. Yeah. These people are casting their insanity onto you. Do not accept it. We know who we are. We are not the ones for going out in public and making people feel uncomfortable and shouting them down in the restaurants. That's the Democrats. We are not the ones for peacefully protesting by burning down a city. That's the Democrats. We are not the ones. You are the ones. And we are over here. See, we're not for killing babies. You are. So when you start breaking it down like that, you see the radical left. And that is not most of America. And what we need to do, again, come to the middle. That's where the truth is. It's a little bit of this, a little bit of that. It's the thing my parents used to make me do with my brothers and sisters and compromise. And it's one of the reasons that as an adult, I understand that compromise is a good thing. Not giving up, 
but compromising through a vigorous debate, not where one side can share their information and one side has their information taken down. And that has led us to this point where we are in this country right now where people are so angry because they can't just speak their mind, and it is not a good thing. No, it is not. Hey, Danny Ellison, thanks for hanging out with us this morning. As always, I appreciate your time, sir, and your input and your common sense. And the fact of the matter is, is I hope people will take a step back and uh, take it all in, and uh, they can listen to the rebroadcast uh, again uh, from 4 until 6 later this afternoon, this evening, and then uh, overnight, midnight to 2. But uh, whatever you do, make sure you check this guy out. Danny, what are some of the outlets? Uh, where are some of the places that people can find you? EducatedRedneck.com is a one-stop shop. To, uh, it gets a lot of my uh, new photos while I travel. It's got my tour schedule. has all my radio links. And uh, before I go, I want to leave you with one last thing that Trump said, and I said this was the line of the night, when the uh, person said, do you want Russia or Ukraine to win? And Trump replied, I want the killing to stop. Does it matter who win. Mm. I swear to you, that was the line of the night. So I hope you all think about what I said and have a wonderful day on that beautiful lake that you live on. Thank you, sir. We appreciate your time as always. And we'll talk to you again next Thursday. Same bad time, same bad station right here at 910 on The Daily Show and Key Radio. One more opportunity to hear from our great media sponsors, including LakeExpo.com and Stacy Johnson, Lake TV and Chris Schneider. And then we'll have some time to uh, spend together. Give me a call on the Key Radio Community Hotline at 573-633-5395. I'm Stacy Johnson, and this is your Lake Expo News Cut for Thursday, May 11th. School of the Osage students were disrupted on Wednesday by growing concerns over a screenshot being shared on the Internet. The screenshot made a threat of violence. The district says there were no substantiated threats, and they worked with law enforcement on Wednesday to ensure that was the case. School and all school activities are to proceed as planned. Last week, and boaters came out for the 26th annual Spring Harbor Hop. This year's hop sold over 1,700 poker hands and had 40 different sponsors. This is 600 more than last spring. If you missed the hop this spring, the Fall Harbor Hop will be back in October. And Lake of the Ozarks is loved for its water-based recreation. But with an abundance of forest and two state parks, there's plenty of hiking. That also means there's plenty of ticks. A few tips from the National Pest Management Association to stay safe this summer. Keep the grass cut low, use bug spray, and wear long sleeve shirts and pants when outside. Once you're back indoors, don't forget to inspect yourself, your family, and pets for those creepy crawlers. This has been your Lake Expo News Cut. All this news and more at lakeexpo.com. Lake news events, boating, and the lake life, lakeexpo.com. Key Radio keeps you in the know as we make improvements to better serve you. Because many of you listen online, we've re-engineered our website. You get there on the web at keyradio.live or through our iPhone and Android apps, Key Radio, K-E-Y-K. From the app, click the WWW Globe symbol to see our full site. There you can listen to live radio or call KB during the daily show or see our schedule. And don't forget that beautiful donate button. Then there are menus. Click news weather to get your daily dose of what's happening. You can also drill down in the key radio link to learn all about your favorite shows. 
make a donation, or sponsor a show. You can also read Bill's blog and follow the social media links and notice how we highlight our sponsors on each page. It's all at your fingertips, whether you have a laptop, tablet, or smartphone. It's all part of how Key Radio KEYK staff wants to serve you. with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Thursday. Softball, they're into the postseason tournaments, and the Mizzou ladies lose in the second round of the SEC tournament. They fell to Alabama last night, 7-2, to so now the Lady Tigers have to wait to see if they will get an invite into the big NCAA tournament. A lot of the experts think the Mizzou ladies will get into the big dance. We'll have to see. The MSU ladies begin play in the Valley Conference Tournament today. The MSU Lady Bears, the number two seed going in. They will play Belmont today in Carbondale, Illinois. UNI is the number one seed. The Lady Bears, number two. Illinois State, number three. And Murray State, number four. The Lady Bears have won 23 of their last 26 games, so they are red hot. College baseball this weekend, the Mizzou Tigers, a three-game series at home against Georgia. Mizzou is 27-20 and 20 on this season. The uh, MSU Bears are 29-17. and 17. They've won 16 of 19. They've got a series at Southern Illinois this weekend. Some high school baseball last night. Osage losing to Eugene, so the Indians are... 6-16 Six and 16 on the season. Today, 28-4, and four, Camdenton is at Dixon. Dixon's having a great season. The Lakers have won 10 of their last 11 games. And it is Versailles at Richmond today. Major League Baseball, Cardinals losing to the Cubs last night, or yesterday, 10-4. But uh, Cards won 2-3 in the series. They'll be off today and open the series in Boston tomorrow. The Royals, 11-27. They beat the White Sox, 9-1 yesterday. They'll close out that four-game series this afternoon. Lake TV brings you five local lake area shows. They're all greatness, including a cup of coffee with Will and Chris every day at 802, 102, and 802. They talk about what's going on at the lake. You can see Lake TV on Como Channel 90 or absolutely free on Roku or streaming live all the time at MyLakeTV.com. I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Thursday. Key Radio wants to help our community by offering a platform for all groups and organizations to share their message. If you have a pre-recorded public service announcement talking about who you are and what you do, email it to kbsfree65 at gmail.com. Rotary clubs, veterans groups, animal shelters, fundraising organizations, and more are all welcome to send us their pre-recorded message. Key Radio reserves the right to deny or accept any PSAs received. I'm Bill Munhausen for Creation Expo. What do kids think about creation and evolution? Let's listen. Hey, Jennifer, wasn't that dinosaur movie cool? Well, yeah, but I'm confused. What about? Well, did God create everything like we learned at church, or was there a Big Bang? I don't know. And did we evolve, or were we created in God's image? I don't know that either. Why don't we still see animals evolving, like a cat turning into something new and cool? Also, how do we really know what happened to the dinosaurs? Wow, you have a lot of questions. What does your church say about dinosaurs? 
Churches tend to not talk about science and Genesis, so our kids learn unbiblical ideas that become their worldview. The question is what believers ought to believe. Purpose yourself to read Genesis as it's written and teach your kids biblical thinking. These 60-second messages are based on the book XPO by Bill Munhausen, available in Amazon Books. The goal of Key Radio is to offer the community an opportunity to share information and to express their ideas and opinions. Key Radio presents a platform for all types of information. We encourage interested content providers to create podcasts that explain the finer points of business, family issues, arts and entertainment, religion, government, and more. Key Radio is also looking for unique and one-of-a-kind podcasts as well. Key Radio is based on positive and productive podcasts that encourage and inspire our listeners to become engaged in their community. For more information on becoming a content provider, call 573-280-0532 or go to keygatheringplace.com slash keyradio. You're listening to 89.3 The Key. This is your chance to get involved in Community Radio Lake of the Ozarks with 89.3, The Key. We've got about 17 minutes left. It is 9.43 on the program tomorrow. We will talk to, uh, uh, we will talk to at least, I know for sure, our good buddy Dave Maupin. He will be in on the program and uh, also find out just exactly what is uh, going on with, uh, uh, Kim Wetterlin, who is going to be talking farmers markets tomorrow. Kim is uh, somebody who uh, we've had the, I don't know that she's been on the air before. No, I don't think so. But uh, we'll talk with her about uh, what's going on with a, a local farmers market. Lots of farmers markets popping up. I know that uh, they have one in uh, Roach. I believe it's on Sundays. Uh, they have the one that's back on the square in Camdenton. They have the farmer's market that is down uh, South Business 5 in front of uh, Firefly Valley Farms. And uh, plenty of these things all over the place. And I hope that, you know, well, I guess we're getting to the point now where we'll start seeing some some produce and some various other home-baked goods and things like that popping up to some of these farmer's markets. But they're really cool because you never know what you're going to find. And so we will get out and... Uh, do a little exploring when we have time. It has been, so far, it has been a busy, busy couple of months uh, based on what I've been doing here and some of the other things that I've been involved with. But, uh, man, it is just the weeks The weeks are just flying by. Yes, they are. Hopefully, they'll slow down long enough, long enough for us to enjoy some things around the lake area. Uh, Missouri sees 4,000 calls monthly through 988, the suicide crisis line. And they're still trying to make this something that uh, is prevalent to people. 988 is the uh, suicide hotline. The su- well, they don't call it the hotline. They call it the crisis line. That uh, if uh, someone is having suicidal thoughts or considering killing themselves or uh, any number of things, they can call 988. And I wonder, you know, if this transition is being picked up from 911 to 988. But apparently it is working. And um, they talk a little bit about uh, some people are experiencing a crisis and they are in their lowest point of their life. Uh, 
they're talking about uh, doing everything they possibly can from de-escalation, in-the-moment support, from getting them connected to resources and suicide crisis intervention. Um, uh, now, apparently in the state of Missouri, six agencies handle every call. So this is something that is nationwide. When you dial 988 in Missouri, your call will be uh, routed to the closest 988 center based on your phone number. And they uh, they have a lot of different, uh, I guess, groups that uh, handle these things. 988 is at uh, an additional 4,000 calls per month from the state. And uh, they go on to say that they expect that to rise and double over the next year. Anywhere from 30 to 40% of those folks are dealing with active suicide crisis. They are struggling with suicidal thoughts. Uh, It goes on to say the data is showing that uh, young folks are having more suicidal thoughts than the past. Uh, A bump in calls means a bump in hires. They're actually actively hiring. They've been hiring nonstop about three to five people a week. All these positions are remote. Now um, they're getting the word out, hoping to gain financial support for ongoing efforts to continue helping the community. They use uh, money to support their clinicians. Their clinicians work 24-7. Their clinicians make sure to see that uh, the line is staffed at all times. So uh, they use that funding uh, that they talked about uh, to support the staff, to treat them and their hard work. If you know of someone, and in most cases you will be connected to a trained counselor, uh, if you... uh, Know anyone you can, uh, and, and, and I always tell people, especially if, if there's somebody uh, or, or, or a family member certainly thinks that they may be in a crisis situation, give them the number 988, and hopefully they will take the time to call it before they do anything to harm themselves. But certainly that is and has been a very helpful number, um, and it seems like calls are increasing, so... Uh, maybe that was to give 911 uh, operators, dispatchers, call uh, call re- the people who received the calls a break because people were calling 911 and there was just the volume was just so huge that they decided to create a line especially for people who are in a crisis situation and contemplating suicide. So hopefully that will be something that uh, that they continue to do, and that more people will give out that number. If you know of someone who could use help, 988. Um, Something locally, I thought this was interesting. I mean, I'm just kind of running down some random uh, stories here from my off-site producer, Mr. Goose. Thank you, sir. says, two public meetings remain for residents affected by open flame cooking restrictions in Osage Beach. The first of three Chances for patrons in Osage Beach, uh, the Osage Beach Fire District, to make their voices heard on a proposed ban on all open flame cooking devices on decks of multifamily residences has come and gone. Uh, Chief Paul Berardi says the proposed ordinance, if ultimately adopted, will remove an exception from the past, which allowed certain LP gas devices to be used. We have made some exceptions in allowing some LP gases with greater capacity than two and a half pounds of LP, but we are no longer making that exception. The next meeting to take public comment in person begins at 4 o'clock on Wednesday, June 7th, with a final 
chance to meet in person on July 5th. The meetings are being held at the Osage Beach Firehouse on Bluff Drive. Comments uh, can also be sent via email to info at obfire.net. The Fire District Board of Directors is expected to act on the ordinance July 18th. So what do you think, folks? What do you think? Um, how's about... Well, I know they did something in apartment complexes because of that uh, fire that took place some years ago that was directly related to a barbecue. But they are saying that you can't, well, I think there's probably, uh, and and maybe we need to grab a hold of the chief and, and, and get some thoughts on this, but trying to minimize issues and problems by saying, well, you know, these open flame cooking devices on decks are probably not a good idea. What do you think about that? Do you think that's something that uh, can be addressed, needs to be addressed, needs to be handled? Why not? Steve, it's good to hear you, my brother. It's good to know you're listening. He says he's been traveling several weeks and missed the show. Well, I'm glad that you are back on with us. Good morning to Gene. Good morning to Nancy. Rhonda, thank you. Also, uh... A whole mess of folks, Matthew, CJ, and Dave, Brad, David, John, and Joe, just a few of the folks that have uh, commented on uh, some of the things that we're talking about here this morning. I certainly appreciate your patronage, but how do you feel about uh, no open flame cooking devices on your deck? Do you think that's a good idea? Do you think it's uh, something that uh, needs to be fine-tuned? Do you think maybe uh, this could backfire? At some point, no pun intended on the fire part, but what do you think about uh, just having the opportunity to do what you've always done without anyone intervening? Or do you think it's necessary? Do you think there are enough problems with these uh, open fire cooking devices on decks that uh, there is something that needs to be addressed or at least talked about? Are we as a society capable, competent individuals, or are those people out there... (laughs) Uh, Are there people out there that are willing to take chances with this sort of thing? Well, I guess there's one way to find out, and that is to attend one of the two public meetings or to uh, uh, send your comments to info at obfire.net if that's something that you feel is, uh, is of importance. I don't know about you, but I do a lot of grilling. I love grilling. I love throwing things on the bobby. And so I've converted from charcoal to gas. I think it's great. I think it's wonderful. I miss my charcoal grill. Uh, and maybe maybe someday I'll purchase another one. But I can probably go down and just, if I wanted to, convert my smoker into a charcoal grill for a little bit if I had to. Not a big deal. Maybe we need to pull those folks in and, and have them talk about this a little bit and at least get their perspective and, uh, you know, throw a few throw a few questions at them as to why. As the state struggles with retaining teachers, the uh, Missouri State Legislature, of course, who will wrap up business tomorrow, consider a bill to help retain teachers across the state. Uh, As the state struggles with retaining teachers, Missouri lawmakers are looking at a bill that would help school districts hire and retain educators amid the state's ongoing teacher shortage, Scott County R4 School District has been looking to fill a few positions for a while now, Superintendent uh, Brady uh, Colwick 
said finding qualified educators is quite challenging. The most difficult positions in the entire education profession are certified math teachers and certified science teachers. We've had the most difficulty finding certified math teachers this year. House Bill 471, which passed in the House, will allow teacher retention programs to help boost the pay for teachers who work in hard-to-fill districts or teaching positions. The pay boost could be 20% of their base salary. Now, it says here are some of the concerns about the bill. Uh, I don't want to put teachers against each other, and I want to know the ins and outs of it before I would just jump on board. This is from a superintendent uh, out of the Chaffee R2 school district. Uh, his name is Sean Nix, and he has said that as a small district, anything the state can do to help retain and attract quality teachers is helpful. To retain teachers, uh, we did add to the base of our salary. We added $1,200 to our salary base, so we're trying to incentivize To keep our teachers, both superintendents agree that finding qualified educators to fill those positions is top priority. What I'm looking forward to is just making sure we have the best people we could possibly find to give our kids here at Chaffee the best education possible. Goes on to say that uh, he hopes the bill will have a positive impact on their district in helping to retain and attract new teachers. For now, the bill is on its way to the Senate. And this story, let me check uh, the date on it. Uh, from msn.com yesterday at 621, so it is probably something that may not get addressed, considering the fact that the legislative session ends tomorrow. Missouri has passed a uh, bill to limit, uh, it says here, transgender athlete participation in school sports. I do away with, but limit. In the final days of the legislative session, Missouri lawmakers approved two bills targeting transgender youth, including a bill to prevent transgender girls and women from participating on female sports teams. Senate Bill 39 applies to public, private, and charter schools through the collegiate level. It would prohibit a school from allowing any student to compete in an athletic competition that is designated for the biological sex opposite to the student's biological sex as stated on the student's official birth certificate. The bill has drawn criticism from many across the state, including Ellie Bledsoe, a transgender woman who lives in St. Louis. Our, uh, it says here, it says, all you're doing is isolating kids who feel already feel different. The bill passed 109.49. The St. Louis County uh, Republic, uh, Andrew Koenig, was one of those, maybe it's uh, Republican, was one of those votes, those yes votes. I think it's a huge win I think children need to be protected. Two Republicans joined Democrats in voting no. You can say goodbye to NCAA tournaments in St. Louis and Kansas City and maybe the World Cup, too. So if we don't vote the way people want, it's it's about losing money. We won't get the NCAA tournaments in St. Louis and Kansas City, and maybe the World Cup is gone, too. Uh, It says, we don't care about that. We just want to be discriminating and unwelcoming, said Chris Sander, a Republican from Lone Jack. I don't think it's about being unwelcoming. I mean, folks, the science is there. Isn't that what we were told, to buy into the science? That the science is what will set us free? You know, the science, when we were talking about COVID, how important the science is, how important the science is pertaining to uh, climate change and global warming and the reason to just change everything and the way we look at the environment. 
because the science is there. Isn't the science there for this as well? I mean, looking at someone's anatomy, uh, determining their gender, how they were listed on their birth certificate, kind of seems like it makes sense. But uh, that's contradicting to what it is we want to do. Uh, we want to tell kids or, or tell people that maybe the kids just, they won't be accepted. Well, okay. I think this part of the conversation has been had as well. And so why not come up with something that specifically deals with transgender athletes? You can't have uh, transgender athletes competing against one another. Is that so bad or so out of bounds or that just doesn't work? You have a, uh, uh, it is what it is, folks. I mean, there's a lot of things in life when you think about it that don't necessarily apply to everyone. And you can't just kick down what has been in place. Certainly, uh, we talked about it with Danny Ellison about uh, somebody with a different uh, <clears throat> different genitalia going into a girl's locker room and participating in girls' sports. So, uh, But we're all hateful people if we don't go along a certain way with what certain people want. Uninviting and unwelcoming. Folks, have an awesome day. I appreciate you listening. Talk to you tomorrow morning. We'll do that. Uh, why